Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Peace family is 19 Keys with the 19 Keys podcast. You're listening to a high-level conversation. Tap in. All right, a word from one of our sponsors. Make sure you tap into Goldwater Products. After you come listen to the information, you're going to need your memory stimulated so you can download everything in that prefrontal cortex. You want to make sure that hippocampus area of your brain that regulates mood, memory, and learning is fully functional and tapped in. Therefore, you want to tap into Goldwater. They have smart malls, sports malls, vitamin C malls, colloidal silver. They have just about everything that you, your child, and your whole entire family needs to stimulate your brain and your body and to make sure that your immune system is functioning. Before you tap into this great high-level conversation, listen to this song by Tezu Kulando called Goldwater. Peace, family. It's 19 Keys. That's 19 Keys, the podcast with electrical thought patterns and conversations. Tap in. Everybody that's involved. Hey, man, bro, you been good? Oh, I'm amazed. I'm about to say. Hey, locked in this way. I don't have no bad days, bro. I don't know what those are. Two the generations to come. I don't stand in this generation for my generation. The most important investment that we can invest into the world is investing into your generation because y'all own the world right now. You're the brightest generation of humans that's ever touched the planet. So the one thing that you have to understand is each one of you was born with a specific purpose to fix a specific problem in the world, in the universe. And that will impact and change the trajectory trajectory of your life, paradigm shift, if you will. So while you're in this room today, on first focus of this year, I want you to focus with this 2020 vision. I want you to be able to see beyond the situation that you're in right now and see the future that you want to have for yourself. But it first starts with you building a foundation of morals and principles and things that you want to have for yourself. There's nobody else that's going to be able to dream for you. There's nobody else that's going to be able to make it happen. Your success begins and ends with you. And I don't do it again. <laughs> no, I just want, I just want, if, that, if that was the vibe you was on, okay. so so what did that do? This is a So today, first thing I want everybody to stand up, say who you are, and tell me what is the thing that you came to. Pay attention, Ken. What's on? So I want you to stand up, say who you are, and what do you want to do with your life? But you only got one minute to do it. Oh, fair enough. One minute? One minute, okay, okay. I'm better, sir. You said, think about what you want to do with your life. All we got is this minute, right? The next second's not promised. Stand up, okay? My name's Desan. I want to be a YouTuber. What up? What up? What do you want a YouTuber about? I want a YouTuber about, oh, okay. I want to stream games and stuff. I already got my foundation. I got the computer, I got a laptop. I got everything I need to set up. Now I'm just got to pump videos out and start the grind. 
There's something inside of you that you felt that you need to hide in this room. We can't do that. Today's us hiding our greatness is over. So stand up, say your name, King. Tell us what it is that you want to do in the world. Hoodie you have on? Okay, cool. And what's your name? 
I look at. Let me introduce you. Let me introduce you. Oh, right. So, he's from right here in your backyard, okay? Somebody I've from Oakland, right? Yeah, Oakland. Blessings to everybody. Thank you, my good brother, for that pressure you put on me. You feel me? Um, I would say it's that and more. You know, I look at everything. Let me grab this chair. I'm going to sit down for a second. I ain't got a job, so I can relax when I talk. You talk about? Um... You know, I'm a type of person that believes in who I am. And I listen to everybody said what they wanted to do. But off the time, I don't think that's the most important thing. I think it's more so thinking about who you want to be. You know, i always thinking about how much are my habits worth. Right? So if right now I got zero dollars in my bank accounts, then my habits are worth zero dollars. Your habits are the things you do every single day from when you wake up to you go to sleep. Now, you can tell a lot of y'all don't like being disciplined. You think sitting there listening is corny. But I'm going to tell you, the smarts is the reason that I can walk in any room on planet Earth. At least that's how I feel about it. And there's going to be somebody in there that knows me. They don't know me because I'm stupid. They don't know me because I'm ignorant. They don't know me because of my ego, who I think I am. They know me because of what I actually done that they were able to observe. So for me, for a young man to not want to be great, not want to be smart, you throwing away your own potential. Why? Because your environment has cultivated habits that goes against you. Nobody cares what your dream and your goals are if you don't become the type of person that can create them. Me, I remember wanting my family to support business. They didn't do it. I got frustrated. And then I realized my business didn't support my family. So I was being selfish. Now I hire my brother and my sister and they work for me. The reason I can create a product, because at first I create a plan, but before I create a plan, I have to be the type of man that will execute my plan. Otherwise, I'm just throwing out fairy tales in my imagination saying I want to do stuff because it sounds good. You can lie to the world, don't lie to yourself. When you lie to yourself, you stop believing you. If you say you want to do something and you have the ability to do it now, then you're just being a procrastinator. The brother said he want to make hoodies. Why are you not making hoodies? The separate, the single thing between what you want to do and how you connect and get that done is having the knowledge necessary in order to achieve that goal. So right now, where's the information? Where's the knowledge? It's on YouTube. It's on Google. I used to have to ask my parents stuff that they knew. 
or didn't know. And they would give me their answer, so I was stuck with their limitation. Y'all ain't got that no more. As soon as you say, oh, I want to print t-shirts, let me look online and see how do we create t-shirts. Or how do we create hoodies. Or you can DM a thousand influencers, one person answer, they give you what you need, now you can execute. Now you got to see if you're the actual person that's going to get it done. Because you can get If you told yourself, you know what? I want to focus on business all day long and just read business books all day long. I wouldn't even be able to do it because my habits would be like, no, we're not doing that. I wouldn't even be able to listen to myself. Now, if you got bad habits and you told yourself, you know, I just want to watch TV all day, all day long. I just want to watch TV. You can probably take that order from yourself because it's more aligned with your habits. Now, a good businessman that's used to being disciplined and focused and organized. If he told himself, I just want to watch Netflix all day, he couldn't even do it. His habits wouldn't even allow him to procrastinate at that level. So why come you comfortable with taking orders from yourself that are only going to make you a failure? But when the orders that you give to yourself that's going to make you successful, your habits don't you to do that. So for me, I've always wanted to be...
he was like, tomorrow too. <laughs> How was Nipsey Hussle celebrating rappers who had similar? Not because of Go ahead. Answer. Get a whole procession, a parade, Staples Center. All the Stevie Wonder and Snoop Dogg, Farrakhan, and all these people that was at their funeral. Go ahead. For instance, Biggie Smalls and Tupac. Still wasn't the same. Simpler with Pac. Pac died at 25. Pac never really got to see his full potential blossom. He started to engage into a different atmosphere where he wanted to leave that death row thing. He more of a unified effort. But Pac was still a high hit. You know what I mean? Nipsey Hussle, he was 33. Nipsey Hussle was a millionaire, but nobody talked about that. You know how many millionaires that's in the grave that nobody remembers? There's billionaires that's in the grave. Nobody remembers. But everything that added to who he was, Nipsey Hussle was remembered because of what he became. That's an aspirational goal. Ambition is what you want to obtain, what you want to get. So when you think about what you want to get, nobody cares what you gain. People care about who you become. So now people can aspire to be like Nipsey Hussle. You want to become something where people looking at you and they're like, oh, I want to be like him. Brother said, I got a court-like uh, uh, following. A court, that's just courtship. You create your own language. You create your own way of moving. I crown people around the world. I've crowned queens. You understand me? I've crowned Shaq. I've crowned rappers. I've crowned scientists. I've crowned all People, why do they respect it though? Why do they allow me to put a crown on their head? Who am I to crown them? I'm me. I ain't got to explain that. I can't compete with nobody at being me. Now, little bruh sitting on the phone, right? Uh, you stand up for me real quick. When you cross your posture, I noticed this last time when you were speaking. This means that you're trying to cover your torso. This is the most vulnerable part of the body, so people do that when they don't feel that secure. Yeah, man. You gotta open it up. You gotta allow yourself to feel free. You know what I mean? Nah, put your hands to your side. Hands to your side. This, this is confidence right here. You put your head up, right? You walk in the room, stomach in, chest out, head up, feet at a 45 degree angle. That's a posture of authority. When you talk to people, 
You understand me? So when you speak, it even gives you more confidence. So people start to believe in you more. You know what I mean? I can walk in any room on the planet. I'm talking to you like this. They ain't got no, they ain't, they ain't got no choice but to respect it. My pants up, my head up. It's giving me confidence. So when I talk about my ideas, I believe them. Most people talk about their ideas. They don't even believe them. If you don't believe yourself, ain't nobody going to believe you. If I tell you that I'm going to be a millionaire because of these ideas in my head, they going to happen. But you see, I change my time. I make you feel my energy. Now you reflecting that back to me with the same confidence I have in myself. So when you speak about your ideas, you got to affirm them to everybody. You know what I mean? Like you banging your ideas like, nah, I'm going to be a chef, bro. You know how good I cook? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's that kind of energy you got to have. Because the energy, you know how much, you know what the one thing we spend money on? It's trying to have sex. Man. We buy shoes to try to have sex. Clothes, cars, everything is to increase your chances of having sex. So people target that. Cats go to the store, they go to the club, they buy a bottle. You know what I mean? They got the big section. Why? They want to increase their chances of having sex. Now, imagine if you didn't have that problem. And you didn't have that discipline problem where you're always chasing this liability. Then you can be able to spend that money on something else. See, you don't actually want to spend no money and spend no time with nobody. And I'm going to leave on this. I don't ever want to spend time with nobody. I only want to invest time with people. If I spend it, I mean it's going out and it ain't coming back. If I spend money, it's going out and it ain't coming back. If I invest in you, we having a conversation about ideas. Y'all are five partners right here. You understand me? Y'all can make a meme right now saying that these five brothers got together, you know what I mean, after listening to a 19 key speaker and they decided to come together to create a clothing brand. You know what I mean? About something positive. That's what go viral. Now you put the link out, you create your little Shopify store, Bit Cartel, whatever it is. Now y'all making money together. So now y'all not spending time with each other, y'all investing time in each other. It changes because you get a return on your investment. I don't want to spend time with nobody. If I have a conversation with you, I need a return on my time, B. Why are we talking about nothing? You ask me how I'm doing, I've been great. It don't fluctuate day to day. If I was great yesterday, it's going to continue just because the sun went up and down don't mean my mood changed. What is a mood? A mood is one long reaction to a thought. So when I wake up, the first thing I do is I excite myself. And I wake up and I'm jumping up. Like I know this is about to be a great day. I don't have a thought that it or it might not be. Those are people that drift. So when you think about what your next day will be, you got to have confidence in it. Entrepreneurship ain't for everybody. They gonna tell you to some people. Right now, somebody in this room gonna be very successful. Somebody in this room is smart as hell. Somebody in this room gonna be a complete failure. Now, how do you decide whether you gonna be the one that's smart as hell, that's successful, or the one that's gonna be a complete failure? You get to make that decision, but it depends on what you do and how you listen to the valuable knowledge around you. Me? I'm 100% certain that I'm going to be in the history books, that I'm going to be taught about at schools, that the moves that I make, people go look at and say, damn, I didn't even know who I was hanging around when I was talking with Keys. I didn't understand what he was doing the whole time, what he was building. The rest of this stuff is all illusions. Instagram is all illusions. Y'all, y'all have a generation of, y'all was born with social media. That's a different reality. I remember when there wasn't no social media, so I use it a little differently. 
but everybody's filtering themselves. So now y'all have an increased rate of stress, anxiety, and suicide. I don't know who you are. He didn't say something I didn't think this young man knew. He do something I don't think these young men do. He move in a particular way. I didn't think these young men move. If you go see a drug dealer, he gonna be dressed a certain way so you know he sell drugs. But if you design yourself a different way, it forces people to interact with you a different way. So if I walk in the room, I got a crown on, got my vest on, they like, I never seen this design before. So now I have to interact with you how you tell me who you are. But if you dress like every other design, then they've already got a pre-programmed way on how they're going to treat you. I, you know, dealing with the cops has always been one of those things is if I consider you to be a racist cop, not that intelligent, aggressive, gotten this because of your insecurities, my goal is always to be smarter than you. Like, you, that's, that's you. You, you. you supposed to be you. You supposed to come get at me. But my goal is to win in every situation in life. I remember sitting in an interrogation room and they trying to get me to snitch on my older brother and I'm laughing because I knew that they didn't know who they was dealing with. They tried the same techniques on everybody. They didn't even get creative with it. So I'm sitting back thinking like, my parents taught me I was a god. You think I can't beat the devil? So if you tap into who you are every single day in life, you got a battle to take. And I'm gonna leave y'all with this last thing. What's today's day? The 15. Appreciate So the person three.
Cool. Don't tell me how much time I got. You know I be talking. Oh, that. Just ease up. <laughs> All right. One thing I want to share with you guys is that I always come from a perspective of like you can't quit. You know, we're talking about our dreams and our goals and our ambitions, our businesses. Um, I have a nonprofit. I work with young adults. I'm in juvenile halls. I'm in group homes. We're on five high school campuses. I love certain students. Yes, sir. You been to East Lake? I've been excited. Oh, I thought I was senior program over <laughs> my last year. Nah, I've been excited. Let, let me know where to go. I'll be there. <laughs> but one thing I do is I love this generation because I've seen some of the things that you've seen, been through some of the things that you've been. I'm right here from Long Beach. I'm not far from your neighborhood. And I came from an area where I've seen young ladies get raped in the alley from my bedroom window. I've seen gang members get shot in my, from my bedroom window. I've seen where I didn't grow up in the best neighborhood. I came from a single parent home. My dad wasn't in my life. I didn't meet my dad until I was 18 years old. And even now, him being in my life, he still really isn't in my life. Our relationship is just not there. So I was raised by my mom, my grandmother, and I've seen them fight, and I've seen them do things that I'm like, how did they, how did they do it? I've seen them face trials. They both battled cancer. So I saw 11 years of my life this is two women battling, having faith, trusting God, still serving, still giving, but still reaching their goals. My mom was an attorney. She had her own law firm. But she really not, never saw the success because her heart was always to serve. So she really didn't know about the difference between ministry and business. So we, we suffered financially at times. Where I've seen cars get repoed. I've seen us lose apartments, get evicted. My grandmother, she was an entrepreneur. She had her own beauty salon. She did hair. She owned her own Hallmark store back in Georgia. Again, though, that heart of serving and not knowing, again, the difference between serving and, and business. My grandfather, real estate agent, had his own real estate business. Saw the success, but died at 45 from a heart attack. So really, did, I feel like really didn't get to see the full manifestation of all his hard work. My mom passing at 51 from cancer. My grandmother dying two weeks after her 61st birthday from cancer. So I'm sharing all this because I'm saying there's things that's going to happen in your life and you have to make that decision, what are you going to do? Do you quit? Do you stop? Do you listen to the naysayer saying you can't do it? Because I said I've seen two women in my life fight not only for their physical life, but to see something better and greater for their life. And I took that same mindset. I took my faith and I took my work ethic and I applied it to everything in my life. I played basketball. So I, I feel you when you say you want to play pro. That was my dream. I've been playing basketball since I was five. That was my ultimate goal was to play professionally. But I got to high school and as I'm going through my years in high school, I'm hearing people saying, oh, you can't, you're not gonna make me too small, you're too little. You're not, you're not, you're not, that's, not, that's not the path you're gonna go, you're not gonna make it. My whole goal, my whole, at 14 years old, I made a decision when I got to high school. Because I knew my grandmother was sick, and I said, I promised my mom, I looked her dead in the eye. I said, mom, I'm gonna use this gift to get me to college to give me a free education, because I knew she couldn't pay for it. She didn't have the means to pay for me to go to college. So I told her, I got you. 
I'm going to use this gift. I'm going to use what God gave me, and I'm going to elevate. I worked day and night. When my teammates left after practice, I told my coach, hey, coach, I'll lock up the gym. I got you. I'll just lock it up. I'll close it behind me. I stayed in there, got 1,500, 2,000 extra shots up, working on my ball handling, working on my game. By the time my senior year came, I was on ESPN. I was on every newspaper article. I was in the top 10 in the state of California and number one in LA City. My GPA was a 4.5 GPA. I graduated on principal's honor roll every, I had, I graduated that on that principal's honor roll. When the, S, when the SAT was 2,400, I got 2,100. So not only was I working on the court, but I was working behind the scenes in my grades. I was president of BSU. I was ASB president. Because I had to make a decision. I can say I can look at my life and make the excuses. Dad wasn't around. Grandma's sick. I come from a not a great neighborhood. I can go down the list of reasons why I can't make it that to be successful, but I made a decision. When I made the decision here and now I let my heart and my passion follow, I started to see results. So even with me being number one in LA City, number 10 in, in the top 10 in the state of California, being in newspaper articles, people still said, Bree, you're not gonna make it. Your team's not winning. Because at the end of the day, I was a team player. I didn't care about my stats. I, I wanted to do whatever I needed to do to make my team win. But those results, I said, while everybody's telling me, no, you can't make it, of course I got my mom and my grandma saying, you got it, but I expected them to say that. They love me. <laughs> but I expected them to say, come on, baby, you got it. But again, I have to sell myself. I don't believe in just haters. I don't, I don't do that whole, the haters make me better. No, 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 I make me better. This is my life. I don't put my life in nobody else's hands but my own and God's, period. And I'm gonna be faithful and obedient in everything that I do. And when I see the results and I'm seeing what it, whatever it takes, I took that same work ethic into my life. So because of my work ethic, because of my results, I went to play D1 basketball. Got my education paid for. Graduated in four years. Even tearing my ACL, I tore my ACL my junior year in college. And I talked to my coach, I said, coach, I will still be the best player that you have on this team. I will be at every practice, I will be at every game, I will be at every weight room, I will be at every study hall. Just because I'm injured doesn't mean I'm not gonna be a part of this team. I will still be a captain and leader that you told me that I am on this, in this program. So she kept my scholarship, because a lot of athletes get their scholarship cut when they get hurt. So I had that heart to heart with my coach. Coach, whatever you need me to do. I'll be the first one here, I'll clean the floors, I'll make sure towels are ready for my teammates. And she kept me on scholarship and allow me to still have the finances to graduate on time. And I say that because I want you to understand, once you make that decision, you cannot look at the circumstances in your life. Because if you look at the circumstances and the negatives that go on in your life, it's gonna always give you a reason to make an excuse. Mm -hmm. It's gonna always tell you a reason why you can't. You may not have people in your life who can encourage you to say, hey, you got this. No, you can do it. And I believe in the power of your circle. I believe in the power of your environment. Because you need people not only gonna hold you accountable, but that will check you too when you get off course. You need people that's gonna applaud you, but you need people who's gonna say, hey, come on, you need to do better. We gotta clean that up. 
So your circle and then your mindset are two things that you need to make sure you have. What are you telling yourself every day? Are you speaking life into your circumstances? Are you not giving up? Are you not letting the distractions of your families and your relationships and things get you off course? And at the end of the day, you gotta make sure you have your why. I have a why. I always think about my mom and my grandmother. And the things they didn't get to see, the things they didn't get to accomplish. And that they left a legacy for me. Because success is not always the money. Success is the results. It's the way we live our life. It's the way we move. And so my thing is, if you impact their lives, that's my heart. That's success for me. It's when I'm seeing people win. Young people like you win. When I'm seeing those small wins, when I'm seeing you grow, when I'm seeing you reach those goals, you got that, you got that A on that test when you thought you were gonna fail, but you studied so hard and you got it. So when you can learn how to work with no excuses, when you leave no room to say I can't, you're gonna see the results and get the results that you want in your life. That's a quote that I love. Whether you think you can or can't, you're right. So if you say you can't, you won't. If you say you can, you will. I guarantee you that. I'm seeing the manifestation of my business's growth. I'm seeing the players that I train, because I'm a basketball coach with that. I'm seeing the players that I train getting scholarships. I just said four of my top athletes, they're all in D1 schools right now, because they put the work in behind the scenes. So I'm challenging you as you're going into this new year, going just into this month, what are you going to do differently? You can't complain about your life and not make changes. You can't be upset about how things are going unless you make a change. And it's, a, it's a mindset shift. So I encourage you, find your why. Get honest with yourself, get real with yourself. How hard am I really working every day? No matter how you feel, no matter what you're going through, because even right now, just two months ago, I got diagnosed with leukemia. I went to my doctor and they blood work came back. They diagnosed me with leukemia stage two. There's days I wake up in excruciating pain, but I keep it pushing. Because I know my why. You guys are my why. So I'm asking you to fight, get around people who's gonna hold you tight and accountable, and never quit. Keep going. You got those dreams you want to get chef, you want to play basketball, do those things and get around the people who are going to help you support that. All right? Bless God. All right, cool. Y'all all right? came and got him because he had a warrant in LA and he had to stay in an Iowa jail for a few weeks and they transported him, flew him back here 
And then he said he heard some information that changed his life. So in the timeline of the story, I'm going down the wrong path, something happens, life changed, and here we are. And we just heard Bree's story, like, and I just, I saw the visual as you saw it, like you were getting raped from her bedroom window. Like she could see all this stuff. She said, gang members kill each other from her bedroom window. But then something happened, life changed. Ray has the same story, y'all know Big Red. He was fighting, get locked up, like swung on a cop, right? Something happened, someone, some, someone I, you know, identified with somebody's message, life changed. So all my adults, we can find a part of our story where something happened and things changed. Am I right? Mm -hmm. All of us. Brandon used to be a rapper. He was a rapper. Yo, actually, Brandon's something real quick. They always get you on the spot, Brandon. Bars, let's get it. Shut up. Don't go rapper, swing like this. This is the back of the day, bro. Back of the day. You had to do a two step. That's why he used to be a rapper. He even walk like this, too. So what I, what, I, what I want you guys to really just take a second to think about, uh, and I'm going to bring up Big Ray, is we know where we are here, we know where we are here, but there's a whole lot of story that can happen between now and next year. Would you agree? Yes, sir. A lot's going to happen in this time frame. Mm -hmm. A lot. Right? So think about between now and last year. We probably made some decisions that left us in the position that we're in right now. Not me. Talk to me. I can trace it. I can oh, trace it. I promise you. House arrest, jail, all that last year. Our last dates. January, December, bad. Absolutely. Bad for me. Yeah. So, decisions, right? Last year, I tell Dane, yo, all you have to do is get all the information to get your driver's license. Okay. That's all you need to do. I'll pay for it. I say that. Am I lying? About four months ago. I say, dang, four months ago. He said, yo, all I want to do, I need to get my license. That's all I want, but it costs money. I say, dang, you are my program. You ain't got to worry about the money. I want you to do the work. You do the work, you get the book, you find the right uh, place to go to get your license. I'll take care of the money. Last year, today, you have your license? So the reason you don't have your license is some decisions that you made from four months ago to now. And the decision was to do nothing, and doing nothing is a decision. Even though I say I'm going to take care of it, I can trace it back, I'm telling you. Talk to somebody homeless. I interview homeless people. And I'll give you the money, but you got to tell me the story. I need to know how you got here. Every single interview of a homeless person, I can trace back some of the decisions that was made that led them there. Now, some people say, yo, some people are just in a bad situation. I get it. Not, not being heartless. I understand. Some things are out of your control, but there are some decisions that you could have made when things went crazy. There are some people in your life that you could have talked to. You could have had an idea, did something. There are people that went from homeless to having a job, family, life, because they made certain decisions. So wherever you are right now, it's because of some things you've done along your story. How many people are dedicated to change the story, though? How many people are dedicated to change the story? Chris? Absolutely. I am, too. I don't feel like I'm where I need to be. But I'm looking back over like the decisions that I've made, 
over the years, it led me to where I am right now. I should have been a, I should have been a multimillionaire. But what I I'm looking at my um my, my my traits, I do so many different things. So I do good as an entrepreneur, but I still ain't make a hundred million dollars. But I'm looking back at the story, right? I have an idea, I'll build it a little bit, and then I'll move on to another idea, and I'll build that a little bit, and then I'll move on to another idea, and I'll build that a little bit. If I focus on one thing over the last 10 years, 100 million, guaranteed. Guaranteed, I know that. Based on the story, look, there is some stuff that I'm stopping that pay me that I say, y'all can't do it right now. That's the decision that I'm making. I'm not chasing the little money. I'm trying to get big. Story. So uh, I, want, I want to bring up the reason why we're here. Ray made a decision, and he said, "Yo, I want to impart some information into these students in LA. We could pick any school." But he's like, "Yo, one thing I didn't have was a mentor, and there were some people in my life that I maybe I didn't take advantage of it." But he said, y'all, I want to give these kids no excuse. Now, we understand that some people are going to be asleep. Some people are just not going to take the information. Some people, I say, I'm going to give you the money. You're just not going to take it, right? I could talk to Dave like that. It's my little brother. Some people, you just, no, no, matter, no matter what we do, you're just not going to take advantage of it. That's humans. But Ray said, I want to give you all an example. I want to just leave you an excuse. So none of y'all can say, yo, nobody came to talk to me. Nobody came to try to help me. Nobody can say that. I know, I know my kids can't. Y'all can't say that. You can't say nobody try to help me. We ain't had no examples. Nobody came to my school to talk to me. Make sense? What's up? I heard uh, a little brother say that he was in on house arrest or something like that. Hey, I was in a position where I was in a room for about 100 men. It was about 100 to 200 men. It was about a, like a, a big old room, right? And it was in a, um, what's it called again? Um, a rehabilitation center for grown men. And it was a, I remember one time, it was like a 15-year-old boy. He was an exception. He was in a, he was in a big old room full of men. And I could see the expression on his face. He was so scared. He didn't want to be there. But he had to be so tough. He had to be strong. And I remember that little boy because he came in there for like a couple of gun charges and he was shooting at a bunch of people. So that's why they made an exception for that little boy because they was making a man out of real fans. And I remember talking to him and he was like, you know, Samad, I really admire you because you're different. You're reading, you're getting knowledge, you're meditating, you're saying your prayers and stuff and you on your square. And I, and I really believe in whatever mission you're doing in life. He said, I stand behind you. And one of the things that really stood out to me, because you said you was on house arrest, I've been on house arrest for about a year. And I had to pay restitution for $300 every month. I didn't even have a job. Yeah, I didn't even have a job. I had to go like do illegal stuff to pay that. You know what I'm saying? So it was like a revolving door. And one of, the, one of the things though, that I remember out of that situation, was to never get back into it. You know, that whole thing was a learning experience. You know, I'm still facing the repercussions of those actions. I'm in this situation right now to kind of change that paradigm and flip the script. And one of the, look, I'm gonna tell you something. You don't want to be in that type of situation. 
nobody does. It was just a bunch of men in there putting on the front. Basically, everybody is putting on the front of being tough in those type of situations. Everybody. And then once everybody get out, then that's when they can relax. It was a bunch of men in there that wanted to go to solitary confinement just because they didn't want to be in that type of facility. They didn't want to be in that type of situation, which is a way worse situation because you're dealing with just your mind and the decisions that you made to get you in there. So when you in those situations, there's a bunch of men that's away from their children, there's a bunch of men away from their family, and there's a bunch of men that's just dealing with themselves at that point, which can drive you crazy. It can really put a mental strain on you because you want a cell block. And so I've been here for two weeks. You want a cell block from about eight feet to about six feet, right? And you only get one meal or two meals a day, breakfast and lunch. So you in there, you banging on the door. You hear a bunch of about 50 other people banging on the door, just going through mental like states of mind. Yeah, yeah. It, you already know how it is. Yeah, so when you in there, you just dealing with yourself. Right, you already been in there, so, but you don't want to go back in there, is what I'm telling you. You see, when you're in that type of situation, and you get out, and you're free. So this is the best position you can be in. This is the best position you can be in. Because I've been in there. I had to deal with my own self. You know, I had to meditate. Just to find peace. You gotta read, you gotta find yeah. you gotta do every second, push, every second of the day. It destroy you mentally, it destroy you mentally. It's a different ball game with physically and mentally. It only, it only destroy you if you got a weak mindset. And you definitely don't wanna have a weak mindset while you're in there. Because you already broken down. And then you don't want to be broken down while you're in there. Because you're just gonna get further and further along in that broken down process. So the only message that I wanna to get to you, man. It's to just stay sharp and stay outside. You know, keep your freedom. That's the best thing you can have is your freedom. Because you're free. You have I've been, I've been out of jail for two years, but I ain't gonna lie. Still like, where do you come from? <laughs> 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 no, but, uh, I've been out of jail for two years, but honestly, I'm gonna be honest with you. When you're on that, that path of like trying to like what um, Derek Gray said, he'd be like, um, unlearn and relearn. Yeah. Be on that path of that unlearn and relearn process, it kind of like, it kind of prisonates you. Like, it kind of, you know what I mean? But it's like, because you're keeping other people, feel me, that ain't beneficial, ain't beneficial for your brain, yeah. away from you. So it kind of like keep you stored in the house, you know what I mean? And keep you like focused on like, you know what I mean? Like reading or doing, working out and all that. But yeah. it's like, even though you're free, you know what I mean, like you say, you're free, you're not in jail. Sometimes, you know what I mean, it takes you, like, you know what I mean, not put yourself in, like, uh, you know what I mean, like jail, you know what I mean. Mentality. Mentality, but. That's survival mode. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes when you hit jail, you start reading. You know what I mean? The first time, you know what I mean, I went to jail, I was reading the Bible. That's the first time I ever read the Bible when I went to jail. So, you start reading, you start doing things like that. But what he's trying to get at you is do that outside, too. And it's gonna it's gonna mold you into feel me a giant. Absolutely, you know, funny thing I just want to say because Derek Grace, I used to he he used to always brag about not reading books. And I'd be like, I don't be getting on him about it, it's just his way. You know, he always say I got all my knowledge through experience. But recently, I think it was something that David Banner had said to him at his birthday event that we was having, and 
you know, he was like, you got to read books. You, you know what I mean? And I've been seeing a change in them. And sometimes we'll follow a person at the beginning stages or throughout their journey, and we take that advice, but we don't keep following them when they evolve. You know what I mean? So definitely, you know what I mean, read. But in the story that he was telling, I only read information that's applicable to my freedom. You know what I mean? And that's what I did in the story that I told him about when I first started reading books that had knowledge that I can use through the process of my trial. What and are those books' names? Because uh, a lot of people be saying those books, those books. Well, I can never find no books in libraries that y'all you really be um, There's a lot of books. One that I always give, I give you two books. Um, um, Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. I love that book. Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill and Message to the Black Man. I can get that. I can get that. You can, yeah, you can get. You can listen probably to Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill online. You can get Message to the Black Man online. Outwitting the Devil, I think it was written in like the 40s or something. Yeah, sharp. Yo, it's almost like my man wrote it today. Yeah, boy, sharp. He was talking about like how people are going to be addicted to cigarettes. Yep. All about drifting and things of that nature. It's, it's a cold piece of work. I think all y'all should listen to it. But yeah, it's it's cold. I I I I've never read it. I've only listened to it a couple of times. You know what I mean? Yeah, I listen to y'all by the way. Cause that's a. I've been dealing with y'all. I've been dealing with y'all. It's good to see you. I know how big Ray is. He's like, man, my man's at. Where my man's at? So I know my uh, see. Thing is, my girlfriend told me you was on the uh, other Instagram. I don't have an Instagram. Yeah, she uh, told me you tapped in. Yeah, yeah. you need to give me the other Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yo, hey, I'll leave. Just, that's I'll why leave I said that to you because we got I'll a problem when this is over. Yeah, we have a problem. Just at least said that. I was like, nah, don't even. I'm gonna I'm I'm pop up on you. Because I'm out. Yeah. Not on purpose. I'm dropping all this. I'll drop it. So check it out. When 19 Keys was talking, something clicked in my mind, and the reason why I haven't set a lot of reason why I haven't reached some goals that I've set is because I haven't believed that they're true. And you know, we've been here now. This is our second year that we've been at this school. We've known some of y'all for two years now. And don't take this the wrong way, but we're here. We're seeing some of the same things we've seen last year. Go wrong. And the year before. With y'all. The ones that we've been here. And I told y'all last time that we literally, not so much me, but the guys the Kefra Foundation is bringing in, have the keys to set you free. Like you're literally like Neo. And we're bringing you Morpheus. And you have the power to pick which pill you have. You can listen, swallow the red pill, and understand all this truth, or you can go back and take that blue pill and stay in the same situation that you're at. Something clicked, right? And and, and and life happens, tragedy happens, and at the end of the day, I did lose my dad last year, right? So what? No disrespect to my dad. I'm no different from anybody else in this room. If your parents still live, and one day they're going to go, and it's going to gut punch you. But you have a choice. You can either stay there in your pity party, yes, or you can cherish the memories you have, pick yourself up and live out their legacy, right? Yes, sir. And I know for a fact that my dad would not want me moping around. Yes, sir. And so through his death, right, I gained 40 pounds of the 80s that I lost. I couldn't gain another 40s, but something clicked, right? And so yesterday, I was on the treadmill, and for the first time in over a year, I jogged a mile. Mm. Normally, I jog like five minutes, 
Or I do like Bruce Lee's friends where you jog for a minute, uh, sprint for 30 seconds, and then walk and walk for a minute. Like I'll do those. But I haven't jogged like a mile. I said, you know, what if I just what if I just try, right? Some of us are afraid to try. Mm. We won't even step out. You want to be a cook? Have you said, hey, you know what, mom, dad, whoever, family, auntie, uncle, I'm gonna cook dinner tonight. I know bomb recipe, mom, dad, for chicken wings. I'm gonna throw them down tonight. You want to be a cook? It's easy to say that, hey, I want to lose weight. But if I'm not putting in the work and if I'm not cutting down, this way they're going to come off. It's just not going to magically happen. You can speak positive vibes. You can say, hey, I am brave. I am an explorer. I am a creator. I am important. I am a leader. I can change the world. You can say that, but if you don't take the steps to change the world, you're not going to change the world. So it's more than having a cute catchphrase. It's more than saying, hey, you know what? Positivity creates positivity. You have to create that positivity because you are in charge of your life. It's nobody else's fault. And so I want y'all to work, man. I got through days through a DM. Y'all got, do you realize this man is like pretty much walking on fire right here? <laughs> well, y'all putting that pressure on. <laughs> Not for real, like his energy really like, like, like did something to me today. And I guarantee if you hit this man in his DM and say, hey, I was at the school you spoke, I guarantee he's gonna respond. Y'all have the keys. Do y'all realize, and I don't know if you went to college or not, but, but millionaire, no college. Millionaire, no college. I dropped out. Caught a case. And how much did you make with your last deal? $100,000? Yeah, I made more than that. That was just a couple of years. <laughs> 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 I wanted to put that number on me, like, like that about my hundred thousand keys. No, no, I'm, a little more. No disrespect to school, no disrespect to the teachers, y'all in a system that's pretty much teaching you how to be an American citizen. That's it. Programming. Mm -hmm. But if y'all break the programming, create your own money. See, he doesn't make money; he creates his own money. Dave creates his own money. Life, Brandon. Brandon, where were you just at? Puerto Rico. Bali, Bali, Dominican Republic, Friday. That's where you got that tan, huh? Are you paying for that? Tan. Thank you. Thank you. Do you pay for your plane tickets? Nah. I haven't bought a flight. I don't know. So they're paying for your flight. They're paying for your food. They're paying for your room. And paying you to go there. Yeah. Anybody want to be a videographer? So what I'm saying is y'all have that knowledge here in this room to, to be whatever you want to be, right? Hoodies. You got two you got three guys in here that sell clothing. Right? The easiest thing. Vet. That's what my daughter wanna do. What I'm saying is it's more than saying it, y'all gotta do it. So what I'm gonna challenge you guys to do, I want you to write down five. Small goals true, true. that Five. you can accomplish. Five. Oh, I got my backpack with me. I wrote down goals like last night. I was just writing down some. So that's dope. Weekly goals. What are so, you got something? Yeah. All week was goals doing 400 push ups early in the morning, right? Then at night, I do 50, just 50 out, right? Then I go for me uh, the next day for how you feel this. I want to set something now. Well, those do matter. I want to get my body right, do. right they now. Do. I did. I ain't going to lie. 
I did put going to the library, but it's like, I ain't gonna lie, it's like, it's hard to just sit yeah, up in the like, library. Listen, 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 listen. That's why I just wanna get some books. So, like, you got, you got an opportunity here where you can set some physical going, yo, doing the push ups, workout. You own it. Like, yo, that I'll do. But once we start doing that mental exercise, we like, so what you're saying is, my physical exercise is more important than my mental exercise. But if you get that level, mental exercise, gathering information, knowledge, reading, it's easier but it's harder. Yo, push up, it's hard, you gotta actually do it. It's mad easy, bro. Push ups don't work until they hurt. Yo, to pick up a book, it's mad simple, pick up a book, open it, and read it. It's easy. But, it, but it's, it's harder to sit down and do it, but it's way more important. And I'm not saying don't do push-ups, but you need nah, to get it's easier to go home and just read something for me. But it's, it's harder to just try to sit at a library. You got a phone? Y'all got a phone. Why are you going to the library then? Why you don't just listen to the books or read them on your phone? I listen to some books. Like I listen to the message to the black man alone. Michael Mason, I yeah. But I'm saying then that just eliminates the excuse. Like you don't, I ain't I ain't going to no libraries. <laughs> I ain't going to I ain't heard nobody say they going to a library a long time. I've been walking in this trying to me, just fine, but I don't know no names. So I'm just going up in there looking like oh like you know when you're in elementary or middle school you, you have the book check mark you know what I mean that's what you're like that's what you're like that's what you're like I'm just like oh yeah. like we don't even do that don't even charge you know there's free books on Amazon and the bookstore on your phone there's a whole section of your free books I don't learn all kind of stuff you can just download them and they're free you know what I mean so I don't know we live in a digital age. Yeah, I mean, in the digital age for a young man to be going to the library, and that's your excuse you're not learning. That's crazy to me. Yeah, I mean, because everything is done on your phone. I run my whole business on my phone. I organize a whole event on my phone. I learn a whole, I learn a whole new language, whole new programming, whole new thinking, whole new business, whatever it is. It's all right here through this phone. If you got a phone, you got a business, you got a mentor, you got an assistant, you have a programming, you have an organization tool, event coordinator, you have everything that you need right here outside the phone is your excuses inside the phone is your tool you know what i mean so it's just the mindset on what you go towards so a person to be like i'm broke but they got a phone i don't understand it because your phone works it just depends on how you use your phone and so today's society is either you going to be efficient or you're going to be effective efficient is doing what you're good at so what you're good at is doing the push-ups you know what i mean and the routes that you know right now, but what's the more productive route? You know what I mean? Productivity, talking about doing the most important thing. So I don't want to try to be efficient like everybody else. Efficient is going to work, you know what I mean? Seven days a week, working for somebody else, putting in that 40 hours, and I can do that consistently. I'm efficient at it. Productive is me sitting four hours, getting on my phone, designing something, getting a pre-order, making some money, fabricating some thoughts and bringing them into reality. I'm more productive. I made more money than the person that went to work. They efficient, I'm productive. You know what I mean? I don't want to be busy. You can be busy felling. You know what I mean? I don't ever want to be busy. I want to be productive. I'm doing important things that's towards my goal and my task. So I want to cut those things down that's unnecessary and get to only the important things. If I don't like going to the library, cool. Then let me go concede to my laziness and figure out a way to where I can produce something that makes it easier for me. So I was always taught that 
excuses are tools to build monuments of nothingness. So if you have nothing, it's because you built it out of excuses. Man, I'm just saying, you know, I got to leave him on a cliffhanger. You know, <laughs> you just clear, let the air, just let that sit for a second. You know what I'm saying? Because I just know when you go home, you got to think about like, how come I ain't got nothing? Why am I making all of these excuses? You know what I mean? And so if I see a person with nothing, they dress with excuses. They built with excuses. Like I, yesterday, I went to a premiere. I went to a movie premiere, Bad Boys 3. I didn't have a pass. I wasn't invited to go. Yes, sir. You know what I did when I walked up to the door? I said, I'm 19 Keys. And I said it confidently. And the lady looked at me. She said, you know, I don't know who you are, but I'm going to let you in. <laughs> and she let me in. You know what I mean? And I got that from my older brother. He could be in the most bummy, dirtiest clothes. He'll walk up to the baddest woman I've ever seen in my life. And it's, it's whatever he wants. And he'll walk into any place, any joint. It's just the law of superior confidence. People know about the law of attraction. That's cute. That's cool. Think some stuff, it come to you. All right. The law of superior confidence, though, that's the one where you walk in the doors. I ain't never had an interview where I didn't get the job. Because I made them believe in me. I didn't interview with no business ever in life. I only interview with this person sitting in front of me. You know what I mean? So it changed. So yesterday, I'm in there. I'm smoozing with T.I. Jeezy. You're talking about Will Smith, Martin, Snoop. You know what I mean? Meek Mill there. I'm talking to Chance. I walk up to him. He's like, yeah, I want to get some of the crowns. I'm introducing myself to people who already know me. You know what I mean? But if I don't get in the rooms, I don't even know that I'm already my presence is already in the room because it's already a memory in the mind. They have already observed my energy before. But I am just as important, but some people classify themselves less. So I walk, I'm 19 keys. I want her to know because she's interacted with this before, where she didn't know somebody and she might have gotten in trouble. I want you to know this is an opportunity for you to get in trouble. You know what I mean? So that's why I tell you about designing yourself a certain way. There's certain people that look like stars. Oh, no, no, they're supposed to walk through. We went to the after party and everything. Yeah. Kicking it. Been kicking it. I'm in there walking around. And you have done I'm talking to Damon Johnson yesterday. And he kept asking me questions, you know, on a football. And he was like, yo, like, how you get here? He asked me every question, but like, who let you in? Because <laughs> he was trying to figure it out. And I'm like, I'm 19 Keys, an entrepreneur. You know what I mean? I told him about some of my businesses and everything. And he walked away. And he was like, man, you know, I can really see you and that crown on TV talking. You got it. You know what I mean? And being in that room, sometimes you got to remind yourself who you are. Like, I am. I'm 19 Keys. Like, you got to say that. Like, what's your name? Practice that. Like, no, I'm me. Like, yo, you don't get it? Because when you see somebody else, that's how you treat them. Like, yo, that's them. But you don't do that to yourself like, yo, it's me. I walk in the room like, yo, I'm 19 Keys, y'all. What's up? they like, oh, my bad. I didn't even know. That's okay. You know now. So I do that a lot when I meet people. I just meet them like, bro, man, nice to meet you, man. I'm 19 Keys. Blessing. I'll tap in with you later. I did that too. I forget a brother. He was in a Netflix special. He was in a Marvel show with the black brother that's a superhero. Ball head. Luke Cage. He was the villain in there. He was uh, the guy that rose from the dead. Black dude. And I met him in Whole Foods. I was just watching the show and I just seen him. And I seen him. You know, 
I'm sort of a public figure, so I don't like sometimes people interrupt me when I'm doing just regular stuff. <laughs> so I was just like, brother, good to see you, man. You know, I like the show and everything. I'm 19 Keys and I spent off. Yeah, you know I mean, I don't give them too much. I just spin off like I'm busy. <laughs> I stop them and then leave like I'm busy. Me and my brother do that all the time. Like, I got to go. Like, you know what? I'm doing something, too. I got to go as well. You got to be busier than the people that's busy. You know what I mean? So the next time I see him, I'm in the store. I see him in Whole Foods again. Same section, same place. But this time, he's excited to see me. He said, yo, 19 Keys. Man, I seen you. My man did a painting of you, man. Let me show you. And he went and scrolled the painting and everything, and he showed me the sketch that somebody did like a year ago. And I was like, that's what's up, man. I wasn't even excited. I already seen him before. I wasn't that excited now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But now I had a reason to connect. I'm like, yo, I need to get you on the podcast. And he like, for sure, let's line it up. Now he's excited. You know what I mean? So you got to be excited about who you are. Introduce yourself to people. And when you see them again, that's when you get to tap in. My brother uh, Spectacular told me, he said, getting to know people is five points of contact at least. So you really get to know a person. That's when y'all really tapped in. So I just had to believe there are certain people that you always see on your journey because y'all going in the same direction. There's billions of people on the planet. I'm not going to see everybody. Even when you walk down the street, you don't even notice everybody unless they're on your frequency. Like they got to be on my vibration to see them. You know how many people you walk past, you just don't see. But if it's... A bad business black woman, you know what I'm talking about? She on my frequency. I didn't see her instantly, but all the rest of the people, where is they at? That entrepreneur brother that remind me of myself? I seen bro instantly. He on my frequency. So you got to get on a higher frequency of other people. You know what I mean? Let people observe you and let people know you. So yeah, man, I'm 19 keys. I'm actually Christian King. Yeah, there you go. You gotta say a little more ump. Like, you gotta like let me in. You know what I mean? I'm Christian King. There you go. You know what I mean? You gotta affirm yourself. And then when you talk to people, they be like, oh, he important. My bad, I didn't know. What you do? Now it ain't about what I do, it's about who I am, brother. They be like, oh, my bad. My bad. So who are you? Oh, brother, I'm a young, rich black guy. I'm a world changer. Now, the rich don't stand for money. It stands for knowledge itself that I utilize to achieve my goals. Oh, okay. Brother, it's nice to meet you, man. That was, that was a different brother. I did that to a few people. I, talk, I, I ran into Jaden Smith yesterday, which is funny because we had the waters on the podcast. And I just walked up to him like, man, I just appreciate you for all your compliments and things. That was funny because it's like I'm right here where he at and you right there. And it's just a, a pathway. Everybody just happened to be out the way. I looked. He looked. And then I just started my walk over. And now I'm in my suit. I'm fly as hell. I mean, I'm fresh today, too. But I'm but I walking over. And it was like it was like Malcolm X walking to you like, brother. But I like what you're doing, brother. You know what I mean? The stuff you're doing with the Flint, the homeless, all your philanthropy and your social work. Brother, that's powerful, brother. Hit him on the shoulder. Like, yes, sir, man. Continue to tap in. He was like, thank you. I, I appreciate you. But he ain't know because, you know, in them environments, you just got Malcolm X in there just kicking it. It threw him off for a second. And then after that, I just spent off. All right, brother. You know what I mean? Went to do my thing. His girl looking like, who is that? <laughs> but that's the energy you got to have. You have to set your presence in your tone. You know what I mean? Because for me, I know that it's going to come full circle. I don't know when I'm going to see that person again. You know what I mean? Or what may come out those relationships. There's plenty of relationships where I met you day one. It wasn't until year three we did something. 
You know what I mean? So you cultivate and you foster relationships. I don't want any customers. I only want clients. I don't want transactions. I want relationships. I want you coming back, 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 back through the whole year. You know what I mean? So that's why everybody got to have a good experience with you. Your customers have a good experience with you. They come back. Your peoples have a good experience with you. Make people feel good about you. But you first got to feel good about yourself. Y'all done got me into a hole. Thank you. I just got a quick question. Yes, sir. So if there's some in here that are lacking confidence, what are three keys, principles you can give us to maybe uh, exert confidence? Confidence is the ability to hold on to truth. So, for one, there's a saying Unblush Mama has, says, settle on the best part. You want to boost the confidence in yourself, you have to find something about yourself that you like first. You know what I mean? Um, also, confidence comes from killing fear. My older brother once told me to go, we, he, we was out at the movie theaters, and I'm young, young boy. And he telling me to go get some numbers. And we was playing a numbers game back then. You know what I mean? See how many numbers you can get. Whoever get the most, they win. Now, my older brother, of course, he was casting over. He was good at this stuff. You know what I mean? Him and my cousin. But this is a time where I'm shy. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm like you. I got the hands crossed like, well, I, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I'm sweating. You know what I'm saying? He say, go get the number. And I'm like, I'm walking. But I walk right past her. You know what I'm saying? I come back. What happened, man? She was sick. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I come back. He said, all right, two things going to happen. Either I'm going to sock you. No, he said, I'm, I'm going to beat your ass or she going to slap you. Damn. So I'm thinking in my mind. Now, now my rational mind kicked in. I said, okay. She can either. I, first, I think it's like, okay, she's not crazy. She's not going to slap me. And I definitely don't want to get beat up by bro. So let me go over here and do what I do. So I walk over there. And I say, you know what? Simple game. I say, how, how you doing? What's your number? That was it. She said, so-and-so. Wrote it down on my hand. <laughs> I thank you. I walked away. Went to bro like I got it. In that moment, I just realized all my fears was false. You know what I mean? Like, like, you create hella false fears and insecurities that don't even really exist. So for me, I focus on what's true. You know what I mean? She not going to slap me. You know what I mean? She most likely not going to say no, but you got to build that confidence up through practice. The more you practice something, the easier it becomes. If I pick up a 100-pound weight and I ain't been working out, I ain't got no confidence I can do that. But if I'm coming in here working out every single day, then guess what? I'm confident next time I pick it up. Why? Because my muscles are there now. But confidence is the ability to hold on to truth. You have to know what's true about you. So when you walk in the room, I can come in here and I know I'm a great articulate speaker. I know I started business. I hired family, blah, blah, blah. So I can be confident because I know the truth about myself. So I hold on to that. That's what keeps my head up. What is true about you? So you got to stop lying to yourself to find out what's true. And people lie to themselves every single day so you can no longer believe yourself. You know what I mean? So I would just more so focus on the truth. And that's why you should get knowledge yourself. And once you know who you are as a young black man and all this power you got, you get to walk around with that like, wait a minute. First of all, I'm a young black man. That's a superpower. That's the reason the world try to keep you down. 
Because if you wasn't so great, then they wouldn't have to try to oppress you. You would oppress yourself. But because you're so great, they have to create all these limitations and put them on you. All of this stressful environment. All of these things that happen, they're trying to put you down because if they, if they loosen up that gravity, you're flying. So you walk around knowing like, no, y'all need to do this because of who I am. So let me realize this and be, let me be happy about this. So the truth is that, you know, and I, I don't want to, I'm not going to put in part nothing on you, but I would just say the truth is that you're great. But you got to realize that about yourself and then walk around with knowing that. If you're a great speaker, then walk around in your head like, no, I'm the greatest speaker in the world. That's what I'm going to walk around thinking about. So when I talk to people, that's how they're going to interact with me. If I'm a great videographer, your videographer is trash, I'm going to walk around knowing that. That's what gives me confidence. I saw the men that wore t-shirt, I'm going to walk around. That's, that's the thing I'm walking around with until you get another truth that can build your confidence. But don't do it based on a lie unless you're going to work that to become a truth. People say fake it till it becomes the truth. I believe you work it till it becomes the truth. Okay, we <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we gave a lot of information, right? So I want to compartmentalize that in a way that you can take it out of here. Because sometimes you get so much information, you get overloaded. So every day is a certain thing I do. I, I put this B on. Anybody ever hear me talk about this B? So today I'm going to give you some jewels and principles since you have your pieces of paper out, right? I'm going to really just summarize everything that was said, give it to you in a tight three points that you can walk away with, and you can eat on that for the rest of the year. Is that fair enough? Sure. All right, so there's another thing I added to my jacket with this puzzle piece. Oh. You are the missing piece to your own puzzle. The world is not what you want it to be because you are the piece that's missing. Mm -hmm. So bumblebees, aerodynamically, the world said that a bumblebee should not be able to fly. By the weight of this design, it should not be able to fly. But we watch bumblebees fly every single solitary day. How many of you have seen a bumblebee fly before? What was it? My husband said almost crazy. Get a bee! Get a bee! They fly around making havoc and all types of stuff, right? The bumblebee, aerodynamically, by science, says it shouldn't be able to fly. The funny thing is, the bumblebee flies every day. We come from societies where every day somebody's telling you what you can't be, what you can't do. Nobody from your town ever did that. You really think you're going to do that? Don't that sound like the same conversation we had today? That's what David started off. Being the world, just telling you what the world's going to say when you want to fly to your highest of heights. So what I started doing was analyzing the B for myself, right? So I realized the word B is not a word for me. It's an acronym. Now I'm going to show you how I wrap this up, right? I need you to write this down, text it to yourself, do whatever you need to do. The B, the first letter, means believe. The first thing you have to do before you can make it to anything that you want in life is sincerely believe in who you are, what you are and what you came, what you came to this world to do. So the first thing is belief. In this room, everybody talked about their belief or belief system, right? So there's certain attributes and characteristics that follow a believer. Humble, same time bold. You can't take me off what I believe. I'll stand on that. I need you to have a belief in yourself that's so concrete that you can physically stand on the things that you see in your mind. I believe the bumblebee believed in itself enough to reach down and say, nope, I got wings for a reason. You're breathing for a reason. You're here for a reason. 
So once you have that belief in yourself, when he was talking about confidence and walking into the room and knowing exactly who you are, that belief, after the belief believes it, is still not enough. Right after the B is the E, right? So you have to get educated. You can believe, I know a lot of people believe a lot of things, but don't have any education on anything. And they're the most confident fools you'll ever meet in your life. They have all the confidence in the world, but can't attach it to anything that's going to change their life. So you have to get educated on exactly what it is that you want to do. I sit down and study the science of speaking, literally. I can tell you why dopamine kicks off in your body when I stop and do a pregnant pause and you're standing on a cliff like this. It's really a chemical that's given off in your body because now your body's making you focus, motivate, and holding out. It's science. Why do I know that? I speak. I educate myself on my ability to communicate. So whatever it is that you do, you have to educate yourself. And you want to educate yourself above and beyond everything around you. When I walk in the room, I don't get shook by nothing. I know exactly what I come to do. I'm the bee they say couldn't fly. I'm the person that sat in these seats when they say you're not going to make it. First, if nobody else believes, I believe in me. Troy, that's the white noise in the background. That's the people in the background that's going to try to stop you from flying to your highest heights. Sometimes you need the noise to remind yourself, even in a world of noise when people are screaming and shouting and yelling what I can't be, one thing for sure and two things for certain. I believe in who I am. You can't waver that. I can hear me through it all. So you believe, then you educate. The world is going to tell you that once you get an education. A lot of us thought about going to get the world's education, right? Once you get an education, knowledge is power. How many people heard that? Knowledge is power? It's not. Knowledge is on the way to becoming powerful. But you can't stop it. Now I got educated, I'm good. The last thing the bee had to do. Now I had to really figure this out before I started talking bees. Aerodynamically it shouldn't fly. But you know what a bee does? Everybody else flies like this. The bee actually breaks itself in half. Each wing doing its own thing, they fly like this and then move their hands like this on the impulse. They don't even work in the same space. Half of his body's doing one thing, the other half's doing another thing. It don't really fly that smooth, but it's still flying. Because it educated itself. The next thing it had to do was execute. The last thing is execute. Knowledge doesn't make you powerful. Being able to execute the knowledge that you have is the thing that makes you powerful. There's a lot of people that know the exact thing they should do. There's a lot of people that's going to sit in this room, take all the notes. We got notebooks full of notes from every great speaker in the world. Got a catalog of, of books in our house and our telephone everywhere. You can get all the knowledge in the world, but if you're too scared to execute on it, you'll never fly to your highest heights. In this room, today, everybody's got every tool they will ever need from this point forward to change or be the paradigm shift in their life. First, you have to believe. We can't believe for you. Education, we gave you all the education in the world. You got uh, years worth, years and years, generations worth of education in this room. Right after this, you got to decide to execute. People ask now, they're like, your life, we was telling you you'll never be a speaker. You're going to get out of the brain Corps. You ain't going to go get a regular job. You can work on an airplane. I fly all over the world. Now they say, well, how the heck are you here? Matter of fact, I met 19 kids with David. Pulled up in this big house in Atlanta. I walked through the door. Who that? 19 kids. We ain't call each other. We ain't say, yo, what up? 
We're in two different circles. No, nobody said earlier about going the same direction. I'm just going on board. I'm just flying on flying. I'm just being who I'm being. That's you have to be who you be, when you're supposed to be, how you're supposed to be, where you're supposed to be. I believe in me. I educate and I execute. The day you have to believe in yourself. When they say, like, how did you get here? I said, when you listen to what the world tell you you can't do, I just be. Every day you wake up, you should look in the mirror and say, I just be. I don't, I, I don't know how it's going to get done. When I get up in the morning, I just be. I believe in who I am. I'm educated on where I'm going, and I'm executing every time. You don't take nothing else. That's that's the whole wrap-up. You got a slow clap there. That was... <laughs> that brother cooking. That brother be cooking. <laughs> Uh, real quick, I just want to know if we didn't make a waste our time. I just want to know what you got from this little time together. Real quick, it don't got to be a whole story. I just want to know we didn't waste our time. Drew, quickly, quickly. What did you get from me that? Quickly, quickly, quickly. Today I got this. Man, bless you, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We'll get to that. No, I got I got, for me, for me to understand what y'all, like, okay, I got for me to say it takes it takes a lot more than just hard work into just knowing what you gotta do. Just to like what life was saying, just just to know like it's really it's really just it's really it's really just getting there and doing it and just making it happen. Thinking of it, physically just being there, making it happen, that's the big thing you gotta see. If you can like you said, if you see if you see it, make it come true. I love it. Give me one. Hold on. Hold on. Give me one. Come on. What you get, John? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. It was good. What did you get from it? I don't know. Okay. What did you get from the death? I got that when you work hard, you become the person that you want to be. Right. And like you put in work day and night, and you you know how when you introduce yourself, you say your name, like you tell them with heart and with confidence. And with your own self-respect. Sure, that gets you a lot of doors, believe it or not. Absolutely. Just the way you say it. Right. Chris, um, I got I kind of uh, seen this on Instagram too, like when he touched down. You know, he was like, he was like basically like, how many success stories do you got to hear? Like, you know what I mean? For you to actually do what you got to do. You know what I mean? Like, how many times you got to? You know what I mean? Hear everybody say, oh, this is how I got to my place, mm. or see how many people. Got to where they got to where you go, you know what I mean, do where you gotta do it. Sure. You know what I mean? Where you gonna execute. You know what I mean? Where you gonna get a story in your brain, you know what I mean, that you won't, you know what I mean, live for it and die for it. Yeah, that's good. If you stay if you, know, you hear the message long enough, it starts to yeah. change you. Right. Yo, know, really I didn't I didn't sell I didn't sell weed until I heard it, you know, I saw it. And no, I just kept seeing it, hearing it, and I was like, oh my god. So I saw I saw weed on younger. I know. Wait, what? You so what? That's all I'm like, wait, what? So I've always been the same guy. Like even when I was younger, I I was just like this. So even when I did do the wrong thing, that was never me. But I was around it so often. That's why, yeah, you can be I guarantee y'all just sit in front of this type of information long enough. Like you said, how many times you hear? I don't know what your number is. 
But I had to hear it long. I had to hear it often enough, and I just did what everybody was doing. Just telling you, and I got around a good message. And it took a, it took a year. It took a couple years for it to like really process in my mind. One day it clicked. Like, got to be successful. I really believe in that. I just heard it off the lot. So stay right. Um, so real quick, what'd you get? You could be one thing. To me, like, you just can't sit around and just pray that it's going to happen. You get it yourself. Right. Not, you just can't sit around and just hope that like, somebody's going to happen. Like, that you want in life to happen. You just go get it. Right. Okay. What you got today, man? Say, more than just talking. It takes more of doing than saying. It's, it's like life is good. You keep saying you do it's hard to tell you. I just don't like how many steps I got to take. I just can't. You said what? You don't like how many steps it takes? You don't like how many steps it takes? I don't like how many steps it takes. I'll probably be 17, I'll be like next year, so I'll make you do it. Underscore. Wait till it's six months after I get it. Damn, you lucky we got two minutes, because you already know. We're going to talk about it tomorrow. That was crazy. Yes, sir. Crazy things, man. But we'll talk about it tomorrow, because I'll be back. Yes, sir. Tap in. Think about that. Because we're going to take it to it tomorrow. All right? That's something. You got to try something, man. Keep your thing. What is it? That is hard. This forever, man. Tap in. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. We tapped in with the good gods out here. Look, this this is what I need y'all to say for me, man. This is this is my mantra. It go like this: a positive mind produces positive results. And positive mind produce positive results. Positive mind produce positive results. Yeah. All right. So on three. One, two, three. A positive mind produce positive results. Hey, a positive mind produce positive results. Positive mind produce positive results. A positive mind produce positive results. Hey, hey, I'm talking about. Look, 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 he tapped in for the remix. Hey, bro, you really, as a bro, I appreciate your existence, man. Oh, yes, sir. What was that? Man, blessings. That was fun. That was fun, brother. Yes, sir. I've had these guys been here for a long time. I found them own thing also. But hearing you today, it's just eclipsed. Yes, sir. Now I'm dealing with this behind us. Yes, sir. Appreciate that. Thank you. I hope you guys are successful. Yeah. You know, environment is stronger than nature, but you're forced to have influence. Yeah. So, you know, you become nurtured into who you are. So, if you have positive influence, it gets in there regardless whether you want it to or not. It's, this is the environment now. Man. Yeah. Yes, sir. So, that's why, you know, everybody's nature is to be good. We don't just fall into paths. Our, nurture, our environment nurtures us into those paths. So, you know, we're forced to become what we're around.
You have some people that lucky enough to somehow not become the environment. Sometimes it's DNA, it's luck of the draw, I can't explain it. I feel like from the paths that I've been through, the people that I grew up with, I can't really, I can't, that's why you gotta give it to God. Because I can't really say like I made that decision that made me who I am. I wanna play with first off, I can tell you. So, um, he's sitting there, he's like, yo, he keep producing a bunch of shows. He's like, yo, that's all I got. You can tell he got old money. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, um, what do you think it takes? How can, you, how can you teach that determination? How can you teach that part um, of success? Yeah. So, like, certain things you talk about, like, you didn't learn it nowhere. Right. I know, I know. He said, yo, he said, I really think something will happen. Yeah. So he was like, yo, in sports, you can't teach. He said, how do you teach speed? Yeah. He's like, yo, it, it, I, I, don't, I don't know if there's an answer to that. But um, it's like something about it. Something about it. You know, I think that you, we kind of handicap because you have different people meant for different things running the same race. So I think that's kind of where you lose that. Like, you got different people who innately are meant to do different things, but we all run in the same race. So the people meant for that race is go win. You know what I mean? But the world only gives you a kind of a linear path. And especially in America, capitalism, there's some people more meant for that. So it's not that they were worse, it's just that's just not what went with their DNA. Yeah. Right. Here you are meant to be an assistant, but you were put into a leader role. There's some leaders meant to be leaders, they put into assistant roles. But if you get put in a leader role, you're meant to be a leader, now you excel. Because there are some people that's the best assistants in the world, better than some leaders. <laughs> and, like, say, for instance, I'm not necessarily the person that can get a whole bunch of people and not the leader. Yeah. But we do have leaders that have done that. You say, yo, teams, let me orchestrate. Teams, you talk to the people. Right. These won't be the players. I'm going to put you in position. Yeah. Some of them are there. Last of all. Right. Right. Yeah. Yes. That's all I want to do is my thing. I don't want to do the other thing because they take away from my thing. I can be great at this thing. Let me focus on that. Bless him, bro. I was at Derek Grace. Uh, I was at Derek Grace uh, house and all his family was around and they was having a family meeting. Moms, stepmoms, uncles, baby moms, everybody in there, his brothers. And I'm listening to me and then the meeting, the uh, uncle was explaining on how they got to keep him clear so he can just do the thing that he does and his ideas and generate that. And everybody else facilitate their responsibilities towards themselves. And it was so such a mature family structured meeting and he was like bro I want you to sit in because I was about to have my meeting with my brother and sister next day and I was I was so amazed by that and I want that you know what I mean because I understand how far you can go when that family CEO is given 
the ability to be able to manage the family. And everybody gets behind that without ego. Because it's like, otherwise y'all go separately go work for a bunch of other people when you got a family CEO that y'all can get behind and win. And most families will never get behind that family CEO. Ever. Sadly. Smiling, and broken. He told stories I ain't never heard. <laughs> Man. But you know, trying to get his mind right. Yeah, I mean, that's partly of having him out here right now, get him out of that survival mode so he can start planning for the future. That's your, that's your brother. Yeah. Where's your other brother, Bashir? He's in Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, I got three brothers in Atlanta. One in Oakland. Yeah, he's in Oakland. He just got out of jail, so that's why I, his mind was just in a whole nother place, so I ain't been able to really do nothing with him. Yeah. So I think he's on that path. Better in himself, so inshallah, you'll be able to see some content with him. Yeah, because I did the one with my father, that joint, people love that joint. Really? Crazy. Yeah, me and him had an interview together. I had all kind of grown men calling me, like, bro, I needed that. Like, they was like, bro, that's the best shit I ever watched in my life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they were serious. I'm like, yo, the feedback was phenomenal on that joint. But my pops has that presence to where people be like, yo, he should, like, be the guy. Like, they's like, I just want to listen to his podcast. Well, well I, I ain't bring him on for all that. He both make me look better. You know what I'm saying? I ain't say take away from me. No, but I, if I really set him up a channel, this shit is skyrocket. Him and my mom. They just got that, they got them like parent father energies. Like, oh, if I had a father, I would want him to be like powerful like this. Mother, same thing. If I had a mother, I would love her to be nurturing like this. And once I get able to use him too, we in the game, baby. So I'm going to do an interview with moms as well. I did one for bruh. I'm going to do one with Bashir. I'm going to do one with everybody and then eventually get the whole family. I would love to tour with just my brothers. You know how unique and powerful that would be? Five brothers, seven, uh, six brothers, all speakers. We all just tackle a different subject. Killing the gang. Killing the gang. Because ain't nobody can do that. You can try to imitate, but you still got to have a family to do it. <laughs> right. Like, they got to really be family. Got really have something to talk about. Like, so, like, if we did it, I just seen that vision. And not being able to work with them is why I was able to create the shifters. That's where the shifters came out of. Like, I couldn't work with my brothers. I had the vision. They didn't have the vision. So, I took the vision and shifted it. And that's where the shifters came out about. So, I don't, I don't give up on no good idea. If I came up with it, it was a good idea. That's how I know it's a good idea. I'm just trying to steal the recorder for a second. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.